You're listening to SuperPod Recession Proof Your MSP, presented by SuperOps.ai, where we ask experts, analysts, and business owners what MSPs need to do now to recession proof their MSP and keep their foot on the growth pedal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of SuperPod, where we help you recession proof your MSP. I'm Radhika Nair, and I am the in-house storyteller of SuperOps.ai. And today, I'm really excited to have Paul Green here with me. He, of course, needs no introduction to um, MSPs because he is the MSP marketing expert. Um, but Paul Green is a journalist turned marketer. He uh, sold his B2B marketing company and has become the marketing strategist to hundreds of MSPs all over the world. And he's here today to tell us why MSPs should take a long, hard look at their marketing strategy and why that is uh, why now is the right time for it. So welcome, Paul. Great to have you here. Thank you very much. What a great introduction. You should do all of my <laughs> intros for me. I would be happy to do that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul. And, um, you know, I wanted to first set a bit of context, um, you know, a lot of the reports that we keep reading, right, be it from economists, be it from others, it's a bit of a mixed bag, right? Some are saying we are already in a recession. Some are saying that, you know, we are going to escape the recession. Some are saying it's going to be soft landing. Some are saying it's a hard landing. Um, but it is a mixed bag as of now when it comes to reports. So I wanted to get your sense of things because you speak to hundreds of MSPs every day and uh, not every day, but regularly. Uh, but I wanted to understand what is it that you hear? Are, are you hearing that we are, you know, headed uh, straight into a recession? Are we there yet? What What is the sense that you are getting? Yeah, sure. That's some really good questions and some really interesting conversation points. I have sort of three thoughts on that. Uh, my first thought is, what is a recession really? You know, there's lots of talk in the media and you're a former journalist. I'm a former journalist. You and I know that bad news sells newspapers as it used to be in the old days, but bad bad headlines, negative headlines gets more attention because as humans, we are psychologically wired to give more attention to negative things than positive things. It, it's a staying alive thing. So the media will jump in and shout, recession, recession, soft economy, weak economy, it's awful, it's dreadful, 2023 is going to be terrible. What actually is a recession? I'll tell you what it is. It's where uh, the line, the economy line, instead of going slightly up as it does in good years, it goes slightly down. And that's all a recession means. It means that our economy is slightly shrinking a bit. But we've become conditioned over... I don't know, 100 odd years and, and reading business books, we've been conditioned to think of a recession as, as a calamitous event. You know, this isn't the Great Depression of the 1920s. This isn't, you know, Black Friday of the stock market. This is the market is just not performing as well as it did a few months ago or, or last year. So I think that's, that's an important piece of context. If you didn't read the news, you would have to look at what's happening with your clients, what's happening with the people that you're talking to. And this brings me on to the, the second thing, which is most MSPs are actually doing okay right now. In fact, some MSPs are doing very, very well, because the reality is you, you can have all this talk about recession, but we, as MSPs, I mean, the, the MSP model is the world's greatest business model because it locks in 
monthly recurring revenue with insanely long contracts that go on for decades in some cases. And that gives you, as a, as a managed service provider, that gives you a certain bubble, a certain bubble of protection. It almost doesn't matter what's happening with the economy as long as you can win enough new clients who stay alive themselves long enough to keep paying you the monthly fee that they keep paying you for the next 5, 10, 15 years. And yes, there are some MSPs listening to this that will have lost a client, that client will have combust or have been acquired by someone else, or they will have gone to a cheaper MSP. And we all know that that never ends well. But the reality is for the vast majority of MSPs, if you're 100% focused on that MRR, that monthly recurring revenue, everything will be okay. That brings me on to my third point, which is in a soft economy, this is an exceptionally good time to double down on marketing. There are numerous cases of businesses that built themselves up during a soft economy. And it doesn't matter whether your MSP has been going for five minutes, five years, or 50 years. You can double down on marketing now and steal market share from your timid, scared competitors. Because here's what happened. When, when things are just a little bit tough, Weak managers, soft managers, they make the decision to cut spending, which is the right thing to do. But they, the weak ones, they cut spending in the wrong areas. We, here in my business, we've doubled down on marketing again. So we doubled down during lockdown and we've doubled down again. And what I mean by double down is we're spending more and more and more. I'm investing more. And I, I don't just mean cash spending. I'm bringing on new people, uh, people to help with our own marketing. We're doing more and more and more marketing because I know that my competitors will spend less on marketing because they can see that all oh, things things are a little bit tough. I'm prepared and very happy to take a net profit here for a year or two years because I know at the end of that, the, the net profits I make will be insane. That's a measure of the success of the business. And it's exactly the same for MSPs. You should be doubling down on marketing and using a soft market as an opportunity to go out and invest more of your time, invest more of your money to go out there and steal more business so your competitors cannot get it. And that's a great point, Paul. And, I, and I'm sure that the MSPs who are listening would be really uh, happy to hear that, you know, that while it might be recessionary in the wider market, there is still a lot of opportunity for MSPs. And, you know, I hear that point that, and that's something that we discussed that, you know, MSPs should be doubling down on marketing. But when you say doubling down, like you said, it's not just about the money you're investing in, right? Or about the people or the time that you're spending. I wanted to understand, you know, what's the, uh, if you could provide say the top three tips or how should, um, what should that doubling down on marketing look like for MSPs? What is it that they should be doing? But because, you know, the fact is that the larger market, there is recessionary pressure. Their customers will be facing some amount of pressure, financial pressure. So what does that doubling down really look like? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, and I could talk for the next 90 minutes to answer that, I'm but I'm not sure, going to. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you the three word answer. So there is a legendary marketer. Uh, you, you may have heard of him. Uh, he's, he's been out there for many years. His name is Jay Abraham. And as an aside, I've spent about 10, maybe $20,000 over the years on Jay Abraham's products and recordings. And I've never regretted a single cent I've spent on it because it's all been epic stuff. One of the things that Jay Abraham has always said is that there are only three ways to grow any business. Number one, you get more new clients. 
Number two, you get your clients to buy from you more often. And number three, you get your clients to choose to spend more every single time they buy. So when I talk about doubling down on marketing, you double down on those three things. You'd put more cash and time and life force into winning new clients. But you don't just do that because when MSPs think of marketing, they think it's all just about getting new clients. You also focus on those other two. So getting your existing clients to buy more from you and getting them to choose to spend more. Now, let me tell you briefly the two different strategies you'd each use for each of those. If we break that down into two things, number one is to win more new clients. Number two is to sell more to the existing clients. Well, winning new clients, that's very much about following a very simple but powerful three-step marketing strategy. And I've recommended this to more than a thousand MSPs and those that have embraced it and used it, they benefit from it because it sets you up for long-term marketing success. Here are the three steps of the strategy. The first step is you build multiple audiences of people to listen to you. So that would, for most MSPs, that would be LinkedIn. That would be your email list. There might be some other platforms. You might do Facebook, you might do YouTube as well. But for most MSPs, just LinkedIn and email is enough. The second thing is you then build a relationship with them. And that's done through content marketing. That's about putting out social media content every day. It's about sending out uh, an educational email every week. And then the third thing you do is you commercialize that relationship. So that's about having someone hitting the phones, ringing your audiences for you. Because the hardest thing with MSP marketing is knowing when to get the time right. Someone may be ready to buy today or they may be ready in two years time. The only way to find out is get them on the phone, get them talking about their favorite subject, which is their business and themselves. And you will find out when the timing is right. So build audiences of people, build a relationship with them and then just talk to them on the phone. And what happens is you get lucky really often because you, you suddenly find that someone has just decided to leave their incumbent and they are willing to have a conversation with you. And can you go and see them next week? And and that feels like, oh, that was lucky. That was good timing. It's not luck. It's, it's a systematic approach to finding who the new clients are or who the prospects are out there. So that's the simple and very, very short strategy for winning new clients. What about upselling existing clients? Well, that's based completely around doing strategic reviews. Now, these are traditionally called quarterly business reviews in the channel. QBRs, it's too often doing something quarterly with a client is overkill unless the client has, you know, 500 staff. So I suggest you call them strategic reviews. You sit down once a year with each client. And again, you talk about their favorite subjects themselves. You talk about themselves and their business and their goals and their wants and their needs and their fears and their hopes. And out of all of that, what will happen is they will present you with opportunities. So they might talk about expansion. They might talk about new offices, new services, new staff, new flexibility. They want to work more from home. They want to work less from home. All of these things create opportunities. And your lovely brain will say, oh, hang on a second. If we migrated them from X system to Z system, then that would help them to do this. And that's where you have the conversation with your client. And in fact, you could take this one step further. You could then put in place for them a technology roadmap. This is like a strategic review on steroids, where you take the conversations you're having and you actually formally create a three-year plan of what they're going to invest in their technology and when. And it's you and your client agreeing that three-year plan. Now, the beauty of you doing a technology roadmap off the back of a strategic review is you then become their strategic advisor. This is a really important 
positioning place. If you want to sell more to your clients while strengthening your relationship with them, you have to be a strategic advisor. And that means literally laying out for them their technology strategy over the next two to three years. Brilliant, brilliant. And and it's really good to hear points that are actionable and you know practical. Um, and you also mentioned uh, in between, right, about being the uh, strategic partner to them. And that's something that, you know, MSPs need to do on an ongoing basis. I also wanted to understand, you know, when you look at normal times and the recessionary times that we are in right now, is there something that MSPs should do differently? And if so, what would that be? Um, I think I'm going to go back to my first answer on this, which is double double down on marketing. So the, the, the thing you shouldn't do is watch the news. <laughs> I try <laughs> to avoid the news. You know, there are times where you have to keep up with the news and have, you know, here in the, I'm in the UK and uh, here we have the BBC, which is mm. the, the trusted news source. And I don't routinely look at the BBC, but I have news alerts. So I'm aware of the big important stories, but I try not to read the news. I don't want to hear all the bad things that are happening. I want to stay focused on growing my business, on helping the MSPs that I work with. And there are 700 of them around the world now. So that's what I want to stay focused on. So the first thing I'd say is, you know, don't, don't be overly swayed by the news, by your negative friends. Um, there's, I think Your former colleagues should not be listening to this. <laughs> Your former journalist friends shouldn't be listening to this. Ex <laughs> exactly. No, it's but it's true though. I mean, you you and I made a living uh, back in the day yeah. on our, on our news outlets by popping out negative stories, and and we were part of that machine. And uh, you know, we've sure. seen different, and we're doing other things now. Um, there was a there's a great um, American entrepreneur. I think it was Jim Rohn who said. Um, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So, you know, yes. you've got to look at your friends. If, who are your business owning friends? Who are the MSPs you're in? Uh, which MSPs do you hang out with? I went on the, the MSP thread and read it the other day. I don't know if you've ever been on it. It is the world's most negative place for MSPs to hang out. It's appalling, just awful. And you compare it to something like the Tech Tribe, which is the world's mm. most positive space for, for uh, MSPs to hang out. And, and I look at I look at Reddit and I think, well, this is this is where this is the wrong place. You know, these are the wrong people. These are this is the wrong conversation and the wrong mindset. The tech tribe is completely the opposite. The communities I'm building, they're completely the opposite. So I think you've got to be very careful who you listen to and what you take in. But then I, I think just doing more. Most MSPs just simply don't do enough marketing. If they do do marketing, it's 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 sort of a bit here, a bit there. It's what we call bitty marketing, uh, or it's like they'll oh, they'll run a camp, they'll put all their efforts into a, a six week campaign, uh, and then they'll do nothing else for another nine months, and they'll that kind of start stop marketing, that boom and bust marketing. It does not work. No, you were mentioning consistency seems to be the key there. Consistency, yes, absolutely. You you have to build a machine. You know, you have to put the and it's not difficult. It doesn't have to be a, a complex machine, but you have to have a series of systems of standard operating procedures where your staff or your outsourced help do your marketing for you, and just by doing tasks on a daily basis and doing tasks on a weekly basis. That's it. It's it's no more difficult than that. You've just got to be very very consistent with it and keep doing it on a regular basis. And that's what most MSPs don't do. So you take any marketplace, the marketplace that you are in right now, it doesn't matter whether you have two competitors or 20 or 200, you could be 
a top three performing MSP in that area. In fact, if there is only three of you, that's very easy. But even if there's 200 of you, it's very easy. The, the secret is nothing to do with your tech stack. It's got nothing to do with the products you buy or don't buy. Those things help you with your service. But what gets you to the top and what dominates your marketplace is building a marketing machine. And that's the opportunity for every single MSP in every single marketplace around the world. Right. And I also wanted to understand when, when within marketing itself, right, when you're looking at uh, the times right now, is there any, and I know, like you mentioned, you know, there are hundreds of things that uh, MSPs could do, that marketers could do, but is there some specific tip that you could provide where, you know, you say that this is something that you should definitely be doing. It could be, you know, like you mentioned, speaking to existing clients or, you know, something like that. But what is it that MSPs should do from a marketing point of view differently right now when compared to, you know, regular times? Yeah, that's a really good question. And um, the, the short answer is, my answer would be the same if we were in a flourishing world economy. Um, because because it, it, I, I believe that the, the it's not like we're in the apocalypse. You know, it's not when when we were first in COVID, but if you can remember back to like March, April, May 2020, then my answers changed because we had an unparalleled shift in the way people were operating. Uh, and it was, it was, it's very, we've all forgotten how terrifying it was being in business back in that second quarter of 2020 because everything changed so quickly and no one knew what was going to happen. And we, you know, it genuinely looked like, uh, uh, the, the the millions and millions and millions of people were, were, were going to die, and it was it was terrifying. And we've our short term memory has replaced that. So what we're facing now is just normal. It's just the normal cyclical economy. And for that reason, if 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 I was to give you one thing that you could do, which would make the biggest difference, it's not going to be a tactical thing. I'm I'm not going to say do LinkedIn. That is actually a smart thing to do. I'm not going to say do Facebook. I'm not going to say go networking. Those are the answers the other marketers can give. Let me tell you the thing that having worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of MSPs, this thing above all else makes the biggest difference. It's this. Find 90 minutes a day. In fact, find and protect at all costs. 90 minutes a day to work on your business rather than in your business. Most MSPs do not do this, but if you can find, let's, see, let's make it easy, 60 to 90 minutes every weekday to work on your business. And remember that what I was saying earlier about those three ways to grow your business, get more new clients, get your clients to buy more from you, get your clients to choose to spend more when they buy. If you can spend 60 to 90 minutes a day working on those three things, over a period of time, you will win. You will get more new clients, you will generate more new revenue, and you will transform your business. This is the difference between just running the business or actually letting the business run you and operating the business with purpose. And there comes a point, you know, I've been a business owner since 2005, so that's 18 years now. It took me about six years to figure this out, that I was never going to achieve my lifestyle goals and that's not just about wealth and asset building that's about time to have enough time and money to do the things i want to do with my life it took me a number of years to realize i have to operate the business with purpose and that means finding and protecting 60 to 90 minutes a day to work on the business so if, if i could get an msp anyone listening to this to do that one thing 
it would be that. Because that, of course, then leads on to the question of, hey, what do I do with my 90 minutes a day? And and the, the answers to that never run out. They never, ever run out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Work on the business, not just in the business. That's That's, I think, that can be a bumper sticker for all of us. I also wanted to understand, you know, like like you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, right, that MSPs, you know, have a brilliant business and it's technically recession proof. But the fact also is that, you know, the clients that they work with uh, could be facing issues. So I wanted to understand how can MSPs market while being empathetic to the situation that their clients might be facing? How, how do they ensure that, you know, they don't seem to be pushing too hard or, you know, making it seem like, you know, they are uh, not empathizing with the situation that the clients are in. How, how do they get yeah. their balance? Yeah, really, really good question. And I, I think um, a lot of it comes down to being brave and just focusing on the top end of the market. You, know, you look at any marketplace, and this, this is what makes being an MSP, or here's another thing that makes being an MSP so powerful, in that you can work across the whole of the market. So, you know, if you were an insurance broker, what a dull life that would be. Could you imagine that? If you're an insurance broker, and and uh, you you sell insurance and and the market for insurance is depressed then you don't have much choice you know there's not much that you can do if you're a dentist again what an awful life uh you know you, you you've got your emergency work and you and you're just sort of fixing broken teeth and servicing teeth but you, you might find your vanity work your, your lovely profitable cosmetic work might go down in a market there's nothing you can do about that MSPs can work with dentists, they can work with insurance brokers, manufacturers, CPAs, lawyers, there's, there's an infinite number of people you can work with. And as an MSP, you may choose to work with one or two types of business, you might, for example, prefer uh, uh, working with manufacturers or legal services, and niching, having a vertical is a very smart thing to do. But actually having a broad spectrum of clients gives you more protection uh, against uh, things like a recession. Now, as I was saying, I, I think you should be continuing to targeting the top of the market. Not all clients are equal. You don't want the bottom 20% clients who don't see the value in investing in technology. They moan, they whinge, they're ringing you up because their Windows 7 machine hasn't working properly today or because their internet's slow. And the reason their internet is slow is because they are constantly not investing in good internet speeds it's where their staff are constantly generating tickets because the, the you know there's been no investment in technology these are not good clients these are not equal clients. these are not profitable clients you don't want those people they want to pay as little as possible and invest as little, little as possible screw them let them go to another msp that's desperate for cash that can't be you you've got no matter how desperate for cash you are no matter how much how keen you are to grow the business you've got to go for top 20% clients Top 20% clients, they expect to pay more for great service. They want high quality. They value quality. They want a strategist. They don't want someone under a desk with their, their butt crack showing, plugging in wires. That's bottom 20% work. Top 20% people, they want a strategic advisor. Even if you're 25 years old and you're in the first year of your MSP, you can be a strategic advisor. Because compared to these people, you know a million times more about technology strategy than they do. That's not their expertise. Their expertise is suing people or drilling teeth or whatever it is that they do. So you've got to go in as a strategic advisor. You've got to go in at the top end and you've got to be brave. One of the MSPs I'm working quite closely with now, and Owen, if you're watching this, I'm talking about you. When he has, uh, so he's been going three years and he has a single stack. 
So when he starts with a new client, the number one thing that qualifies whether or not they can be a client of his is they must rip out all of their existing stack, their, their, their router, their cloud stuff. I'm, I'm not technical, so I don't know all the details, but they must rip everything out. They have Owen's standard stack because that way Owen has however many clients he's got all with exactly the same stack. Now, can you imagine how efficient and profitable his business is? Him and his technicians only have one stack to learn. They've got one way of doing things, one router to support, one cloud server to support, one way of setting up uh, 365 to support. So whenever they detect a problem, a proactive detection of a problem, they can go fix that problem across every single client just like that, without having to think about it. Now, that does the downside of that is there are a whole load of clients who will not join Owen because they're not willing to spend X, X hundred thousand or X thousand pounds or dollars on joining him as a new client. But that's the hoop he makes them jump through because if on day one they're willing to rip out their old technology and put in their new technology, that tells him they're a top 20% client. They're not going to bother him. They're not going to pester him. They're going to be a nice, profitable client. And you know what? He can serve them better because he's got them all on a standard technology stack. Now, I'm not saying that a single technology stack for all your clients is the forward because there does come a point where once Owen's been in business for 10 years, he's not going to be able to, to sustain one stack across absolutely everyone. The point being, though, he's forced himself right from the beginning of his MSP journey to just look for top 20% people. Far too many MSPs are willing to accept bottom 20% clients. You can't do that, especially in a recession. You've got to go up for top 20% clients. Within marketing, I wanted to understand, you know, what is it that MSPs should avoid doing? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think anyone's ever asked that one before. Um, what should MSPs avoid doing? Um, obsessing over their competitors. Um, who cares what your competitors are doing? You just focus on what you're doing um, and listening to the news. <laughs> as, as we said earlier, there's nothing There's nothing positive that comes from consuming all the negative news, especially, the, especially doing it on social media, actually. Think about it. I mean, it was bad enough in the old day where you, you picked up a newspaper and you had, you know, 80% negative news, 20% positive. Now, if you go onto uh, Facebook or Twitter and you read negative news, it's, it just serves up more of the same because the algorithm shows you what, you, what it thinks that you're interested in. So I, I think... You know, don't don't obsess over. Don't too worried about what's happening externally. Focus on what you're doing. There's so much opportunity. It's such an exciting world. We're in the genuinely in the best industry in the world. We're the best business model. It doesn't really matter what's happening out there if you stay focused on what you're doing. I'm going to grow my business this year. Super Ops, you're going to grow your business because you you guys are some of the best marketers out there right now. The, some of the best MSPs are going to grow their business because they're just going to stay focused on winning new clients, getting those clients to spend more and getting those clients to buy more often. That's it. Brilliant. Brilliant, Paul. I think, um, you know, if I could sum up what, uh, you know, a lot of interesting points that you made here. And if I could sum up, I think uh, the top takeaway for me is uh, MSPs need to be consistent. Uh, it doesn't make sense to just, you know, come and do something for a bit and then uh, completely forget about marketing after that. That's not going to work. This is a great time to double down on marketing, work the phones, use social media, not to listen to news, but to do marketing and uh, focus on um, new clients, building new audience, reaching out to them. 
uh, and working with your existing clients, focus on the top 20% and not on the bottom 20%. And I think the final point for me, uh, the biggest takeaway for me is mark out that 90 minutes a day to work on the business and not just in it. I think those were the top takeaways for me. And uh, thank you so much, Paul. It was really insightful. I have, I know I'm sure all the listeners here have a lot of uh, points that they have taken away. And I hope listeners, please mail us and tell us what your favorite takeaway has been from this conversation. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for having me on.